Here's today's federal newscast. The chances of a government shutdown could be on the rise. President Trump and House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi trading insults over Twitter led to Democratic leaders canceling a meeting with Trump. Pelosi says they will rather work with Republican colleagues on the Hill for a new budget. However, President Trump tweeted he, quote, doesn't see a deal. Federal auditors urge improvement of a tax fraud program. The Government Accountability Office recommends the IRS increase state outreach for the public-private pilot which shares information about fraudulent activity. GAO also says the tax agency needs to set better standards to determine the pilot's effectiveness. A few thousand thrift savings plan participants make the same mistake towards the end of every year. They contribute too much too early and max out their annual contribution limit before receiving a matching contribution from their agencies at the end of the year. The TSP agency is looking for a way to help participants avoid the mistake. Agencies may have to wait a bit longer to use a new IT services contract. Four unsuccessful bidders lodged protests with the Government Accountability Office over not being included on the Alliant 2 IT Services government-wide acquisition contract. Capgemini, Harris IT Services, CompuLine, and the Centec Group submitted complaints to GAO in the last week after being left off of the General Services Administration's $50 billion vehicle. GSA awarded 61 large businesses a spot on the IT Services contract on November 17th. It received more than 170 bids. GAO has until early March to make a decision on the protests. I'm Jason Miller. A victory for the Trump administration as a federal judge rules against Consumer Financial Protection Bureau Deputy Director Leandra English. English had filed a restraining order against the Trump administration to stop the president from appointing Office of Management and Budget Director Mick Mulvaney as CFPB's new director. Both Mulvaney and English had claimed to be the rightful acting director, each citing different federal laws. A federal judge tells the Pentagon military services must accept new transgender recruits starting January 1st. U.S. District Judge Colleen Kolar Kotaly clarifies her earlier ruling that partially blocked President Trump's transgender policy. In that ruling, she said the administration had provided no solid evidence for why a ban should be implemented. A private cybersecurity company says it's found a trove of classified defense information online. The firm UpGuard says some of the data was marked top secret, others marked no foreign, which means it couldn't even be shared with the U.S.'s closest allies. It appears to have been produced and maintained by the Army's Intelligence and National Security Command and was found on a publicly accessible cloud service. The firm says it notified the Army about the breach two months ago and was told the problem had been fixed, but it's unknown whether any foreign adversaries downloaded the data while it was still in the cloud. What is the future of electronic warfare? A group being formed by the Air Force plans to study the subject. The branch is setting up an enterprise capability collaboration team to look into electronic warfare from 2030 and beyond. The Air Force already has a collaboration team focused on air superiority and multi-domain command and control. Air Force Vice Chief of Staff General Steve Wilson says the team is long overdue. Air Force officials admit the service neglected to report dozens of service members charged with or convicted of crimes to the federal gun background check database. The Washington Post reports the branch's failure to report the arrest of mass shooter Devin Kelly to the FBI was not an isolated incident. A review is being done by the Pentagon and the Justice Department. The Veterans Affairs and Defense Department celebrate the 10-year anniversary of a program both agencies created to help transition 188,000 service members back into civilian life. Both departments created the Integrated Disability Evaluation System to streamline the disability evaluation process for wounded, sick, and injured military members. It once took service members 500 days to navigate separate VA and DOD systems. Now average processing times are down 40%. 
And the agency supporting the U.S. Maritime needs to sharpen its tack. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. The National Academy of Public Administration says the Maritime Administration, or MARAD, should craft a mission statement, streamline business operations, and become more transparent. In its just-completed review, Napa says MARAD struggles with its commercial shipping-related work, and problems at its Merchant Marine Academy mean it's not producing enough credentialed mariners. The Napa team has 27 recommendations for the Maritime Administration to improve. I'm Tom Temin. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.